What's up, everybody? You're listening to the What's On Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Dre Emerson, or Driz, however you know me by. And today we have a very special episode where we're going to be talking the Loki finale and just basically the direction of Marvel. So I have a very special guest with me to do this podcast with me. She is a uh, longtime friend. I've known her since middle school. She is a big, big, big comic book fan. She probably knows way more about all this stuff than me. So I, it was it was no brainer to bring her on to talk about this. Welcome to the show, Janaea. Hi. <laughs> so I'm happy to be here. <laughs> it has been a long time. <laughs> it has been a long time. I'm happy you're here because we talked about it. We talked about Loki a little bit and I'm we both loved it, I'm sure. And oh, it's, yeah, it's it a lot amazing. to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot to talk about from just that last episode. So it's so many things we could talk about. We're going to get into. But first, I just want to ask you, just for all the people that's listening, just a little bit about yourself. Not like, you know, some long winded you know, background history or anything, <laughs> but just you could talk about just, you know, how you got into comic books and all that, your favorite characters, you know, just things like that. Yeah, um, I would say it started probably when I was four. Um, I think my dad my biological dad always kind of knew, you know, something was going up. And I just remember being like around four and he was like, I have something for you to watch. <laughs> like I'm about <laughs> to introduce you to this entire world. And that oh. world was Star Wars. And that was the start. From then on, I had to be like bribed with Star Wars to do anything, chores, anything. <laughs> and then it kind of went from there to, you know, everybody went to know like Teen Titans thing. And then, you know, you went through this whole phase if you went growing up. Yeah. And so it definitely started there. Eventually, I moved on to, I want to say Marvel, especially when Iron Man first came out, moved into that because before that I was full DC. So moved okay. on to Marvel, fully got immersed. Um, oh, God, definitely love it. I have favorite characters for days. I mean, DC favorite character is definitely the Joker. Um, and then, of course, Wally West. Um, unless it's like Rebirth series and Barry Allen. And then I would probably say for Marvel, I'm an X-Men person. So I like Rogue. I know everyone oh, I likes that. like Avengers. Yeah, but I'm like, it's Rogue. Like, she's so like, like her Rogue comic is so badass. Story, Thank you so badass. Like the whole mystique storyline of it all just made me fall in love. So I would definitely say that's she's my go-to, um, especially for Marvel. Um, and then everything else is kind of just like I'd be like in and out, waiting for the next movie to come out. <laughs> right. That's what's up. That's awesome. I'll say for me, the earliest I can remember being into like all like the you know comic books and stuff was I think the earliest show I can remember watching was X-Men Evolution. You remember that one? Oh my God, yes. I love that one. That was like my favorite one. And just always had like this, just as far as like my favorite hero, I always had like this weird affinity for like fire everything, like whether it was the fire <laughs> Pokemon, like Charmander. So you like Pyro? The, I love Pyro. Uh, Human <laughs> Torch is probably my favorite, but I'm a big mm -hmm. X-Man person, so I love Pyro. I, do, I, do. I it's truly do. to like Pyro because I like Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> okay we got the fire and ice going there i know that was my that was my guy <laughs> all right so now that we got all that away let's just jump right into loki i'm gonna do a quick little synopsis of the episode and then just for the finale and then we can just get into it just for everyone that's listening 
this is a reaction podcast so of course we're about to like spoil the hell out of the show for you so if you haven't watched it stop or stop stop listening to the podcast stop what you're doing go watch the episode because i don't know why you haven't seen it yet yeah. and then come back to this all right so here got a little short little synopsis of the season finale so the story continues with Loki and Sylvie at the Citadel of Time getting ready to enter it. When they finally go in after a brief moment of clarity from Sylvie, we have none other than the evil, conniving Miss Menace greeting them to explain that the person that they come for, who is he who remains, is ready to offer them a deal of going back to their original timeline. Our, our two Lokis basically says no to this because how can you trust anyone at the TVA at this point? They go deeper into the Citadel where waiting for them coming out of the elevator is... He Who Remains, played by none other than Jonathan Majors, who we already know is cast as Kane the Conqueror in the next X-Men, I mean, Ant-Man. After a brief interaction between them where Sylvie tries and fails to kill He Who Remains, we cut to inside the TVA where Mobius confronts Ravonna Renslayer, who has been outed by Hunter B-15 to the rest of the crew, rest of the TVA, about how they're all variants. She easily takes down Mobius as he, you know, he tries to talk to her, and she leaves in search of free Getting back to inside the Citadel, he remains, reveals to the two Lokis that he has known everything and has basically manipulated this moment to get to this exact moment where they are now in the Citadel with he remains. I'm getting tired of saying that already, but he then explains <laughs> his origins and how he became to be basically ending the multiversal wars that was started by different variants of himself by controlling Eliath and weaponizing it and thus bringing order to the world. He offers the two Lokis a choice to rule the TVA or just kill him and unleash all these other variants, creating another war. The two Lokis disagree because, you know, why would it not? Right. They, a small fight in shoes, which in the end, Sylvie, I don't know if you want to say tricks him, but she kisses him in a, in a little nice little moment that they have, but she pushes him back to the TVA with the temp pad before she finally kills he who remains, thus creating branches of the sacred timeline and now, at the end of this uh, episode, we go back to the TVA where Loki finds Mobius and B-15, who don't even remember him now. And the last scene we get is a picture-perfect statue of he who remains in his Kang outfit. Did I miss anything? No, I was thinking in my head, man, that was a perfect synopsis of, <laughs> of that entire episode. Not too much, not too little. It was I that, tried that to keep really it a little good. short. I was hoping it wasn't too long. I'm glad you said that. Okay. Perfect. No, it was actually really good. It covered every point that, that we're probably going to end up covering today without feeling the need to actually explain what happened. So right. it was really good. I mean, that first scene with the Miss Minutes pop-up, I mean, I'm pretty sure I wasn't the only one that got a little nervous. Like, what the heck just happened here? <laughs> I was scared as hell. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, she, just, she just. I was like, oh, my God. Out. She was like, hey, y'all. I was like, hey, who? Not I, me. The, the like, hey, y'all. The hey, y'all killed me. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what's going on? Right. It's so funny because when it first happened, I was just like, oh, they really just starting. Oh, okay. We just right, we started right. like this. Playing no games. We just going straight into it. Um, And then, of course, you know, that gives us like our first already tell all of who we're dealing with. The fact that Miss Minutes is already saying, oh, you know, this is what we're going to offer you. And this is what we can do. And it clearly tells you how powerful, you know, this variant of Kang is considering the fact that he's already able to make two Lokis in a timeline exist. Right. 
it just it'd be perfectly like like nothing's even wrong i think it's, that's when it's just it's so crazy that's when things start to get a little interesting like oh, okay we dealing with somebody real <laughs> right and just like just the beginning of the episode when they was doing like you know like the little marvel thing just mm-hmm. the music oh, uh, you had yes. peggy's little music the in the intro. background all these people are talking i'm just like mm-hmm. uh this is about to be a real ass episode i know because then they, they they literally go through the marvel timeline the like the um right. the 616 timeline and then they move on into what we consider our timeline now here and like you know outside the universe i was like oh this is a really good intro and then of course just playing like you said the peggy captain america theme song was just like perfect considering you know that's what is considered the beginning if we're going yeah. like in chronological order. It just so, it just oh, really that. set the tone for like an amazing episode, amazing episode of television. So, just your initial reactions from the season finale. You can go whatever you know. We got the outline. We're gonna try to follow it as best as we can. <laughs> just your initial reactions. Initial reaction was, what the heck? Like, okay. I had so many questions. It was like my initial reaction was like first happiness because it's like, oh, okay, we get Kang. And I remember texting you like, did we just see Kang? Because I felt confused just because I, I guess I was expecting more what they may consider now Kang Prime and what we got was like Immortus. So then I was kind of just like, okay, so we got what- Because we, like we never get the full name drop. Yeah, we never get the full name drop. So then I was like, are they doing like, like king prime are we doing immortus like clearly this is not like you know putt putt over here so you know clearly we can just right. act that out but it was like oh my gosh okay so we just got king in like a full basically 30 40 minutes and we weren't even expecting that and right can i just say i, I just ooh. love that for marvel just because right? i'm like all right i'm thinking they probably gonna drop someone drop him in at the end we got a full 30 like we got a full oh. 30 minutes of this guy yes i was so appreciative because <laughs> it was like oh thank god and then for him to actually answer our questions like i was like really satisfied i think that's how i felt my initial reaction when it happened was like oh my god okay this is happening and there's still a lot of time left in the episode so this is really actually happening and then <laughs> i think afterwards was like oh okay this was really great because they honestly answered all the questions we mainly had from the last five episodes it then also left us still wanting more setting up phase right. four. So it was just so perfect how the director, I mean, she did that like perfectly and like seamlessly how yeah. they ended up doing that and then bringing Jonathan Majors in early on. And even just down to like his his costumes. Oh my God, it was his costume. Oh my God, everything was just amazing. The set, it was perfectly done. So amazing. It was like literally the payoff was worth it. Like, like we oh, talked yeah. about before we got on the podcast, like so many people was doubting the MCU, Kevin Feige, and just the direction mm-hmm. of Marvel in general. Like, I don't know how you felt about the first two Disney Plus series. Uh, they, they were good to me, personally. I liked WandaVision. WandaVision was was something we were not expecting. We weren't even ready for it. I think it was really good. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm not going to lie. I kind of joked and said it was kind of triggering just because some of the things that happened in it. But overall, it was definitely it was triggering. A good show. 
it was good, but it was triggering. We're not going to slide I'm not past the only that. One. It was. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. Okay. No, I definitely felt some type of way. I didn't want to go back to work and see some people the next day. I ain't going to lie. I was right. like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that, it was triggering. I'm like, okay, okay. But just with the, just like the, like just the payoff was worth it. And then, and just with these shows, or the first two, I think they served their purpose. Like we got the Scarlet Witch. Oh, yeah. We got the new Captain America. And so with this one, we we get this beautiful story of Loki and just, you know, his relationships throughout. And then the payoff is we finally, we, we basically create the next, up up the next 10 to 15 years of Marvel yeah. at the end. Which of definitely, I like that so far they've been using the Disney Plus series to actually set up phase four. Because if you think about it, yeah. WandaVision definitely set up the beginning of letting us know, oh, okay, you know, we already know there's the a multiverse. is coming. Yeah, the multiverse is coming. And then we have, you know, Winter Soldier and with the whole, you know, you know, Winter Soldier with Captain America or, you know, Falcon. Uh-huh. That was definitely setting up Marvel Phase 4 in an emotional way. Like, we're dealing right. with real-life issues, even though we are still set in a fictional world. Like, right. and how that may play, especially, like, when we hit Eternals, because that's probably going to be a, a little bit more emotional movie, how Wanda's going to get her kids. Like, I like that they basically set up each point into Phase 4, and then Loki just basically blew everything out of the water. I mean, they like, bam, here set we are. up. Yeah, it was like, here y'all are, like, you know, y'all been wanting this you know just mic drop like infinity stones what are those like i was like, oh my god that first part <laughs> i was like what in that first episode i was so mind blown i was like what the wait. hell did i just see right i was like wait where do we go from here like oh okay so now they don't matter i was like i just spent like the last 10 years of my life right having these matter to just be like eh, they're paperweights <laughs> And, you know, I, I just really love that because I just feel like in just that first episode, they just like, like not dumbed it down, but just said, hey, we are resetting the power balance. Yep. Like, you thought the Infinity Stones was like the end all be all. No, we got some more shit for you. Like, like we're it's, just it's starting- way more, it's way more powerful stuff out here than just these Infinity Stones. Yeah. So what do you, can we just give a clap to, um to Loki's development? Like, because. <laughs> Oh my God, his development okay. throughout. Let's jump, let's jump right into it. Yeah, it was so amazing. I mean, like literally like what they took from where main Loki 616 took basically, you know, all these movies literally only right. did it in six episodes. And it was just it was amazing. beautiful to watch. I, it was so beautiful. And it's like, it, it didn't feel dragged on. It didn't feel like it was too rushed. Um, I mean, the whole like self-acceptance and love and, you know, the only way they knew how to do that was basically bring in another Loki in or as we know, see her as Sylvie was just, right. I mean, it was impeccable. It was amazing. I, oh God, it was, oh, it was like peak Loki. Um, I was so happy I, with Tom Hiddleston's work. Like, <laughs> it was, it was so, so how did you feel about the uh, relationship between Loki and Sylvie? Like, Cause you know all those people that was like on social media was like ill. Like, what is this? He's falling I in mean, love with himself. On. Like, we 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 have sat through Game of Thrones. I mean, are we really gonna say no surprise at anything on. else? I mean, we were sitting there shipping Cersei and what you call it, knowing damn well we shouldn't. So I definitely right. <laughs> at this point nothing should phase us. <laughs> um, I didn't think it was too crazy. I mean, they're variants. Granted, they are the same person. I ain't gonna lie. At first, I felt a little weird. 
But you know, I felt a little weird right. when I watched like the films and I hopped on board. So it's like this is kind of what it is. I think I like that they made her a very separate person. Like even though she yeah. was a variant of Loki, they made her a very separate person down to the costume changes, down to, you know, the um, weapons that she used, down to granted, even their fighting styles. I mean, when you even think about yeah. it, like Loki's fighting style, he grew up in a palace. So his fighting style is very clean, cut, and graceful. And then of course you have Sylvie over here where she grew up, you know, in the streets, just hard down fighting. Like clearly right, in the you see in a finale, that. she bit Loki with no remorse. So like, right. even the fighting styles were so different. Um, they felt like two completely different people, even though you can still look at them and see they had very um same foundational structures if that makes sense yeah and then like she had the powers to enchant people which loki did and even though he later right. in like the last episode he was able to finally enchant help her enchant Elias. but that was just something that she's already like well capable yeah. of doing yeah i like that they pulled a lot from enchantress too into her character um that made me really happy um, I can't remember the other character's name, but like the her crown with the one broken um, horn, um, that costume change, yeah. that made me happy. I mean, it was just like them basically making that variant so we her own person and still making us feel like they were one without us make without us feeling too weird at the fact that they kissed. <laughs> right. So let, let's talk about this. So like where literally where do we go with this relationship? Because, like, oh, God, throughout the series, right? it was building, and then, like, they, they shared their moments, shared their upbringing, which was so, so cute to see, like, just being on the, so that, that train the episode. Fireworks. It was, uh, <laughs> the him, <laughs> him <laughs> making the little, uh, the blanket, the first, putting yeah, it over them. Oh, uh, yeah. And we finally get to see them kiss just for, for her, her to just turn break his heart, her. right? <laughs> right, just broke my boy's heart. I was right. sick. I was like, damn. What? Right, I was so sad. I was like, "Damn!" Like, I didn't know how to feel like, about they that. They really I, trying to make me hate her. Right, like <laughs> that's how I felt. I felt like I, I I love her so much, but now I just really am mad. Like, I don't even know where they go from here. I mean, I think my next question is not even necessarily where they go from here, but where Sylvie, because if she killed He Who Remains, and you know, clearly as we can see, they were affected because they were clearly at this point in time where they weren't affected when all the timeline branches were you know branching out on the tva and all that stuff changed but my thing is what is sylvie to do now because i'm trying to wrap my head around the fact that she killed he who remains and clearly the the um timeline has resetted and so where did she go like did she immediately leave did she stay? And if she did stay, did things literally physically change around her? And now she's dealing with a different king. Like, I want to know where Ooh. is Sylvie? Like, I, I'm True. not even at the point of what Sylvie's doing with Loki. Because we clearly know they're going to find each other at some point. But where did she go? Yeah. She's used to hiding in apocalypse. I can't get the word out. But where is she? <laughs> like, like she, she immediately knew she fucked up when she killed him you you yeah you because for him to say oh i'll see you soon with the little wink oh that was terrifying right. that was like that was like oh crap what 
So what would you do? What why you did to us? I mean, I'm happy. She just sits on the floor like boom. Like she's like, oh, right. man, like, what did I do? Right. <laughs> like, where do we go from here? Yeah, I think I'm interested to see where Sylvie goes. I'm interested to see how Loki continues his development now that we've clearly already broken down his walls. We've clearly already made the right. you know infinity stones minute for him. And so and and they clearly took away his purpose. I mean, they stripped him down bare minimum. I'm, I mean, like from the first like, episode. So first I'm episode curious. stripped him down, L- filled him up. <laughs> yeah, filled him up just to kind of strip strip him down yeah, again. Just throw him down again. So I'm kind of just like, okay, so where do we go from here? His relationship with Mobius and then B15. Oh, B15. She's amazing. But oh yeah, love her. I'm curious. That's all I am. I'm just. I'm, I'm wondering where this is gonna go. I hope Disney don't make me wait another year. <laughs> I think I was more hurt about like Loki's and Mobius relationship being broken up right. more than Loki's and Sylvie's. Like That's just throughout that whole like he, you could tell like they were genuine friends. They built a genuine friendship. He genuinely cared about him, and he Loki basically helped Mobius see see the light. Basically, you know, seeing that he's mm-hmm. a variant come to that and then for them to finally share that moment they hug at the end of the episode five when they depart and then boom doesn't even remember this dude like i was hurt that was that was definitely hurt i mean i was really sad thinking like oh man like like now they don't have a relationship or now they're gonna have to find another basis for this relationship and then on top of that not only did mobius lose his relationship with loki but also renslayer yeah it's like her her saying that they had eons of friendship i mean that's a long granted that's a long time considering the timeline she came from was 2018 so like that was a little like wait what like girl like you've only been gone to us for like you know maybe a couple years but you've been gone for eons like yeah for Oh, I'm, I'm, I felt so bad that their relationship, now they're going to have to find a new basis. And on top of that, he's also lost Renslayer. And now we don't even know if he even knows who Renslayer is. And That's so, true. Because she leaves. Like, we right. didn't see too much of Renslayer throughout the episode. But all we pretty much got of her is, you know, Mobius confronted her about the TVA. She leaves and now she's in search of free will, in quotations. Right, which, I mean, she, right, definitely, because she definitely made the comment that, you know, nobody has free will except the one in charge, and so I'm curious to what she's going to do. I mean, granted, I like Renslayer. I mean, Renslayer in the comics is definitely, I I like the way they played her out here more, (laughs) Um, because she's definitely just a love interest for Kang. Yeah, she was awesome in that, but her being a love interest for Kang, I'm, I'm really interested to see which Kang she ends up going because my thing is now that we're moving in the Loki verse you know we've already have Kang who's going to be in Quantumania and they haven't necessarily told us whether that's even going to be a variant or prime and so we're still dealing with the fact of you know now we're in Loki world where there's still branches going and we're still in the multiverse war and so right. I'm curious to see what Kang she's going to find, who she's going to fall in love with, and then how her story's going to end up playing out. Because she's clearly an anti-hero. We just don't know what way she's really going to go. So I Question. guess we'll find that out in season two. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're jumping all over the place, but 
I know. Sorry. About Ramona. <laughs> no, we're all good. It's perfect. So with Kang and him, so what I got from the episode is Kang wanted to be killed. Like he yes, was clearly trying clearly. to incite <laughs> Sylvie. He was saying saying a bunch of stuff. Like he was poking a bear. He was trying to get mm-hmm. her to kill him. Do you think this is what I thought? I thought that Kang, this version of Kang, maybe wanted to be with Renslayer, but he was, I guess, trapped in the Citadel. So he had to find some way to get out. So that's why he wanted her to kill him. And that maybe I, we might get this version of Kang with a Renslayer. Or just what do you think about that? I think that, I don't know. Just because he, him making the comment that he's lived over a million lifetimes. And so it's kind of right. at the point where it's just like, if he wanted to be with Renslayer, he honestly could have. And so, you know, clearly we have a variant of her. He didn't even have to choose the, you know, main 616 right. Renslayer. So it's kind of interesting to see I didn't know if that crossed his path in his head. Because when you look back at the comic books, it's not a Mortis version of Kang that um, Renslayer ends up with. It's the actual bad guy, Kang. So I'm hoping that they don't use this version of Kang, the Mortis version, just because I personally want to see her battle it out with the the bad Kang. And I want to see whether she'll eventually end up fighting for good or whether she'll just turn to the dark side you know be the new Anakin like I want to know like yeah like what's going on what she's gonna do um honestly he just seemed tired (laughs) he seemed like he was tired of the mess I ain't gonna lie like he was cool he was chilling he was real flamboyant you know it was definitely oh my god but he let's let's just talk about him yeah (laughs) this guy he was something else, like you said, flamboyant, all this and that. And it was just from the moment he was like, he showed up on screen, he's just like this chill ass guy. He's eating an yeah. apple. Like eating an apple. Just get this get this weird, eerie feeling from him. I'm just like, damn, this dude is a sicko. Right. Like, it gives you an unnerving <laughs> feeling because you don't know whether to like him, not like him. You don't know how to feel yet. <laughs> You're like, he is too calm for me. <laughs> and like his his one his lines that he was just using in like the show it was like perfect like when he called Loki a flea on the back of a dragon I was like damn that's I was like damn you're just gonna disrespect him like that he was disrespecting them left and right and it was and it was funny because it wasn't even like outwardly disrespect it was just like this is fact like (laughs) like exactly like this is facts I know everything like like my favorite thing what he said was when he was like so it was some conversation going on between him and Sylvia at that point. And he was like, me, murderer, you're a murderer, hypocrite. We're all Ooh. villains here. Yes. I love I that I was part. like, oh, call them out. Because that is so exactly. true. I was like, oh, yeah. That was a good part, like, too. Yeah. Like, y'all coming in here talking about, oh, like, y'all controlling people and this and that. Like, you two are killers. Like, who are y'all? Right. Like, outwardly so. Like, we've seen, like, watched it so many times. And I love the fact that Sylvie just kind of sits there like crab. And then Loki just sits there like, yeah. I mean, I ain't saying nothing, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm going to just be here for the conversation. But I agree. Um, Yeah, this this version of Kang was, ooh. Jonathan Majors was amazing. I mean, his portrayal. Was giving us, I loved him. He was like his portrayal in like a 30 minute span of just just giving us pure perfection was just amazing. And I'm I'm so happy that we got this version because 
you can tell you you can tell in the way that he played the character that the character may have looked young but he was old and that yeah. he lived a long time and that he's seen many things and everything he said was matter of fact it was like he said it and you didn't even get the point of wanting to question what he said right and, like loki was just sitting there like damn like, right like us <laughs> he was he was like he was like understanding everything meanwhile sylvie's over there just she just doing like she just mad as shit like she just want to kill this dude right the like, whole she time was, she was so bad and and you're right loki was just sitting there like the rest of us like dang dang this is what's like, been happening like, like, like this is what i've been going shit. through <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, for those who don't know Kang, because I'm just realizing people may not know like actual like Kang, like if they right. do, because we're sitting here referencing him. <laughs> so, so if you want to explain him, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that's fine. Kang is um Nathaniel Richards, who is the descendant from um Reed Richards' father, Nathaniel Richards. If you don't know who Reed Richards is, that is Mr. Fantastic from the Fantastic Four. Um, he may also be descended from Doom. It's been very questionable. And if you look in a lot of comic books, it'll say that he could be descended from Dr. Doom, especially one of his early origin stories. But for the most part, it's still questionable. Um, powers and abilities. He's like Iron Man, just, you know, don't got no powers. (laughs) Don't got no abilities. He's just super smart. strong ass, hyper-powered time travel yeah. suit of all this shit mm-hmm. it's just super it's smart <laughs> which is crazy it's crazy that one of like the most dangerous villains that we have is it's it's like he's the marvel's version of lex luther like just super Ooh, okay. smart and just has control of you know time travel i like him i i i like what they did i like that we didn't get prime king or well we don't know if this is prime king but we didn't get the bad king yet um to see how that's gonna work out but I guess my question for you is just skipping somewhere else but my question for you would be um now that we have this new Loki because we already know Loki is going to be showing up in um Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness and then we know he also may make an appearance in love in Thor's Love and Thunder so how do you think Thor is going to react to this Loki. Like, what do you think their relationship is going to be off the bat? Because now we're skipping all of the I want to kill you bit. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be real interesting to see because like, like we was talking about, he basically, he got stripped down. He goes through this emotional journey of, you know, finding love, basically learning to love himself. And then he gets stripped down again. So are we going to get like a broken Loki, like a heartbroken Loki that's going to be in like the next couple of things, next couple of projects where he's just like, is he just going to be going back to his chaos mode? Like where he's just, you know, right. he's so heartbroken that he's just going to be causing chaos everywhere. Is he going to be a, a, a real true ally to whoever you like, whoever the hero is going to be, whether it's in Thor or Doctor Strange? Like, I really don't know because I feel like he's going to be so heartbroken over the fact that he finally finds love like this is like this is so new for him it's so new and so raw for him and i don't think just knowing how he is and how he just handles stuff in the past and like how he's kind of like a psycho still (laughs) i don't think he's going to handle this very well and i just think we're going to get a a chaos filled loki just cause not causing problems like per se but just like he's going to be lashing out basically 
Lat- yeah, angry at the world. I'm ready for it. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be because I, I, I'm kind of happy we got good Loki yet for a little bit, but at the same time, I, it was cool like, to see for a good minute. It was. It was really cool. I, I at the same time, I'm a person who likes villains to be villains. Like as much right. as I like good Loki, I would prefer him at least to be an antihero. But yeah, I like, and I the think that's that probably that the Loki will get too. Yeah, and I just I want him to you know live a little in the chaos, like use yeah. the chaos to your advantage. I don't know how he may play with Thor. I don't I don't know how that's gonna go because you know we already killed yeah. main six one six Loki, <laughs> and so right. now we're dealing with this whole variant, and then of course that opens up a whole new thing to them to be like, hey, we have timelines here. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. I died. Yeah, I'm, I'm a different me, so I don't know how that's going to even go. But it'll be. I am to curious to see. Yeah, I am curious to see like how, like what new, what powers he's going to learn. Because we see he learns how to enchant people. Like, how is he going to use this newfound power? Is he going to grow? Like, he's going to get stronger at it. And what other powers do we does Loki have that we don't know of that we just haven't seen? Right, because Loki is like one of the most powerful um, sorcerers and like of Asgard. Like, he was one of the most powerful sorcerers. And right. for for us to just now start getting it to like actually play with that and see it on screen, like even with classic, oh, I'm so glad that they paid off classic Loki kid Loki, especially oh, no, classic that was, Loki. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, because it's like we, for the first time, really got to see truly how powerful Loki is because he's so underrated right. with the abilities that he truly has. And so, and even people may not have not even noticed when watching the episodes that Loki's actually a lot more powerful than Sylvie. And she even outwardly kind of says, yeah, you are more powerful than me, even though I know how to enchant people you are right. still more powerful than me and it's like that's just a side to this loki that we truly have just not gotten to see and i'm ex- i'm so excited for them to like really dig deep into that so that way we can learn more about his past because as much as we know about asgard and you know him and thor's time we always get it from thor's like you know point of view point of view the perspective right. yeah we never get loki's side so getting that you know view on the train and actually knowing oh like this is some things that happen like it's really nice especially since marvel has their own spin on things from the way the comic books originate so yeah i'm i'm excited you got- he got so much untapped potential that they can just, you know, unleash. And I'm pretty sure, I'm sure we'll probably get more of it in season two of Loki, but just like, even like through the movies, he never really got to fully showcase like what he can really do. Cause he was always either using some type of weapon, whether it was a Tesseract or, yep. you know, messing around in, in the other or movies. Just or, like that. He was, or just talking. Or just talking. talked a lot. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't really get to see much power from Loki, but I think going forward we're going to see way much more of that for sure all right so let's get to the other loki sylvie her glorious purpose first i want to ask now i want to ask you a fun little question (laughs) which which was worse sylvie killing kane and basically creating the multiverse multiversal wars or you know we'll get eventually we'll get to the multiversal wars and how exactly what Sylvie did and we'll get to exactly see like the repercussions of <laughs> Hurricane King but which yeah. is worse that or Star-Lord messing up the plan with Thanos oh okay 
<laughs> oh, oh my god okay so okay i ain't gonna lie what what was definitely worse sylvie was definitely worse i'm not gonna lie just because she affected multiple you know realities right what hurt more emotionally in the moment was quill i'm sorry i wanted to punch him i mean i was so pissed off in that moment i ain't gonna lie like i was mad at sylvie but i really wasn't that mad at sylvie i was kind of like it is what it is but quill i was like you know what i at that point i was like someone take him out the universe like i don't know i I was that mad in the theaters that i was just like someone erase him please like he just needs to go like I, i was so yeah i'm sorry that's gonna be worse in my book just because he really pissed me off. Like, really? Over Gamora? Like, don't get me wrong. I get it. But, like, really? <laughs> you couldn't have just waited? Like, it ain't like, that hard to be patient. A couple of seconds. A couple of se- Like, ooh, a couple of seconds. Like, we all working this hard. Like, like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was so mad at Quill. I'm still mad at Quill. I'm not over it. Um, <laughs> and I, I hate that for because I actually like the Star-Lord. And I like it. I like Chris Pratt. And all that. Me too. Like, that made me really not like him, him <laughs> Yeah, I was like, damn. They really I just like set Star him Lord. up to be like most hated. Yeah, nah, nah, I don't like him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he he officially is Marvel's most hated till this day. Like, Are you serious? <laughs> people still hate this guy. It's so funny. <laughs> they like well, he I ruined guess everything. He did, and I guess that's kind of true because I kind of still hate him. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess well, that yeah, is kind of true. <laughs> Marvel's most hated. Oh my god! So, Sylvie's glorious purpose, her killing Kane, or oh, he who remains, creating the multiverse. It was just a like, like we talked about. She knew what she did when she killed him. Like, yeah. damn, I fucked up. Right. Like this is like, where does she even like? I'm not where did she go from here? Because we kind of already talked about that, but just. How do we feel about that? How do we feel about I mean, Sylvie now? I'm genuinely not surprised because, you know, Loki kind of said it perfectly when they were fighting. And when she said, you know, why can't we see this eye to eye, basically? And he was like, you know, because you can't trust and I can't be trusted. Right. And even, you know, this variant of Kang said it early on in the episode where he was just like, you know, you have trust issues. Like, we can talk to you blue in the face and you will still not believe a word that we say. So I truly was not surprised that that happened. Um, can I, I think- can I interject real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I just want to say just, just to point out how much of a sicko this guy was. <laughs> Wasn't it funny just how he was just watching all of this happen? Like just in the background, right? he was just like, sitting oh, there oh. eating like, his oh, apple. Okay. <laughs> Eating the goddamn apple, like this dude is a trip. Because when I went back and watched it again, I was like, "Oh, he just chilling, like he just watching this." He literally just chilling in the background. He's like, "Oh, watch out!" Right, like. Oh, it was so funny. Oh my god! Continue on with this with the silk. No, you're fine. That's that's so true. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. So we did it. I mean, she has clear trust issues, which makes sense. I mean, you know, right she 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 grew up you know very early on you know she definitely made the comment that you know i've you know i was pruned before you were even born like 
before right. like before you live like so she's done this a very long time and so when you're dealing with something like that especially with a loki character who's already you know kind of narcissistic and egotistical then it's kind of not surprising that they're already gonna have trust issues <laughs> and she's had right. a lot of that in her life especially with um odin because the odin that she had you know she lost her mom so the odin that she had was a lot more rougher a lot more tougher wasn't the odin that you know loki actually grew up with and he got that balance whereas she didn't so i wasn't surprised i'm kind of you know i want to see where sophie goes from here um but honestly i'm not surprised that it ended up the way it ended up she kind of just pissed me off that she had to kiss my man and just you know dip out like that but i was like you know it's whatever yeah she's dirty for that (laughs) yeah i feel like i have to Mm -hmm. Just I have to defend her just a little bit for all the people that Go got ahead. mad at her for doing what she did for killing Kang. He who remains. I gotta I gotta remember that. But <laughs> people gotta understand, like she literally, like you said, she's been she was pruned before Loki was even born. Like she's been living so long. She mm-hmm. had this one goal in mind that she wanted yep. revenge on whoever did this to her. She was not about to just go back on that just for a boy that she just met like i don't know how long ago like maybe like maybe maybe like three days times of right together or we like she wasn't about to turn away her glorious purpose just for this boy like no which i definitely understood i definitely understood why we did what she did like i that's that's why when you asked me what was worse it was definitely quill because it's like i understand why sylvie did what she did with the cards that she's been dealt with through life do i wish she had it no because i definitely need phase four um right but it, had, it literally had to happen it, yeah it's like it had to happen and you know at least they did it in a way because we all knew it had to happen but at least they set it up where it made perfect sense for her character arc um to do it i just hope that now that she realizes her mistake that she's going to be willing to correct it and we're not going to see her go down the loki path of just chaos right so okay. now that we got just loki we got we got the full season and it's over and done with where would you rank this marvel property in the mcu oh god wait what do you mean marvel property like this show well i'll just say okay I, so you can understand like what i'm saying yeah <laughs> specifically for me this one episode goes into my top five of like all mcu projects oh really just this one episode because it literally has so much into it like the the payoff of it of seeing uh he who remains uh the emotional story that you got the closure with uh oh i ain't gonna say closure because we still got it's still open but with loki and sylvie just but then finally seeing them kids going down this emotional road it was just so much and then the end just it catapults what we're going to be into with phase four all that, with all that in mind, I got to say this fits into my top five. My top five includes, in order, I have Winter Soldier first. Oh, me that's too. The best Marvel movie. I love Winter Soldier. <laughs> me too. I watch it every then, year consistently. It's a oh my God. It's so good. I think it came out on my birthday too. Oh. That's why I think I love it too. It came out on my birthday and I went to go see it and I freaking loved it. Um, <laughs> second, I got infinity war Mm, yes i loved infinity war now i'm a big door fan so i got door ragnarok coming in at three 
But then I, full confidence, I will put this one episode at four. <laughs> That's just oh, how wow. much I love this. And to round out my top five is uh, Civil War. Mm. Okay. I would say... Because I never fully thought about it. I always had Winter Soldier ranked as number one because it's Winter Soldier. I mean, it's, yeah. like you said, it's, it's clearly the best one, you know. Even oh though they God, put out all so this good. new stuff, it has still held. So I would definitely say Winter Soldier. And then I'm trying to think, like, what would truly be next for me? It's kind of hard. Because, okay, so there's Winter so many, Soldier. so many good ones. Yeah, I'm like, there's so many good ones. You, your list is actually really good. Um, Thank you. But I would probably say Winter Soldier. And then I have to go to my two. Ooh, okay. I would honestly have to put this one, Loki. But I'm doing it as a project. The full. Right. Okay. So full Loki series. Three for me would honestly probably be um, Infinity War. Because I liked Endgame, but I liked Infinity War better. Yeah, Infinity War was just way more stakes. It was just, it was good. It was crazy. That first scene with Loki dying was was just like, it automatically told you Thanos was about that. Oh my God. We we was not playing games. Um, (laughs) And then I would say fourth for me. WandaVision oh okay yep because I really liked WandaVision I like that I liked the different decades I liked um even though they were short you know even though they were 30 minutes it's still I never had someone something keep me that entranced in 30 minutes right and about something that it was kind of like do I even understand what I'm fully watching right now (laughs) and I absolutely love Scarlet Witch as a character. I mean, she is right up there with one of, you know, Rogue and like one of my top, you know, MCU people that I absolutely love. I had been waiting for them to to finally call Scarlet Witch. Like I've been waiting for it for a long right. time. So definitely WandaVision. And then fifth is definitely Civil War. I can watch Civil War so many times. It's kind of crazy. I mean, the Captain, I mean, granted, Captain America, period his movies besides the first one was just they they really was just doing it like yeah, they all hit they all hit they was they maybe, were, maybe they not the first good. one two two but yeah the second and third the sec- yeah hits. it was good the first one you know we let it slide because we understand it was foundational and we right. had to have that, and it was okay so we're all right but that second and third oh yeah Cap- captain america movies they were just they was just honest so yeah winter soldier loki infinity war wandavision and then civil war Okay, I like that. That's my list. <laughs> I like that. Okay. All right. So now that we got what we're going to be for unknown as phase four with the multiversal wars, like just what are what are our expectations for this new phase? Like, what do we expect? So we got we got so many projects coming out. The next one right. will be a shame. We 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 have Black Widow. I guess, which was kind of like, um, I don't know, they really want to count it as phase four, even though it's listed in phase four, but got Shane, got the internals, like you said, coming out, the new Spider-Man, which is going to have all three Spider-Mans in it. Oh from, my God. Yes. I'm so happy about oh, that. Oh my God. I can't I, oh my wait. God. I can't, I can't wait. wait. Right. I'm so excited. Which one's your favorite Spider-Man? 
Oh my, okay. Are we talking like all Spider-Mans or just like Tom Holland Spider-Man? Yeah, no, all the Spider-Mans. Like which okay. Tom Holland, Ooh. Andrew Garfield, or Toby Maguire? Oh, Toby Maguire. I'm sorry. I'm a diehard OG fan. Oh. I'm sorry. I love I Toby. love that because I'm the same way. <laughs> yes, Toby all the way. Afterwards, I would definitely say um Tom, just because I like the spin on things. But I also yeah. I also love Andrew. I feel like they should have, they could I feel like my problem with the Amazing Spider-Man is because I didn't want Amazing Spider-Man. I wanted Ultimate Spider-Man. And instead, we got amazing, and I felt like we all asked for ultimate, and this is not what we wanted or asked for. Um, I still liked it. I still like the cinematography. I like his suit. I'm not gonna lie. I my favorite suit is Andrew's suit. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but for the most part, I like Toby. That original. Oh my god, Green Goblin. Oh my god, it was. Whew, it really set up Marvel in a way that we just weren't even prepared for before we even had the MCU right. to even know like, oh, this is a thing where you could like superheroes in a movie. Like, <sighs> I wonder like when they do this, I wonder how old Tobey Maguire is going to look in this movie. Like, right? is he going to look like some little, like how old is Tobey Maguire anyway? It's like, I know he's like maybe like mid-40s. Gotta he be. has to be because he let's let's find out toby mcguire is 46 oh wow yeah okay so he's yeah, old. it's been a minute <laughs> right like does he even fit in his suit still like what's he, has he been working out like what's going on with toby mcguire oh my god that's so true i i i think i'll take mcguire in any way that they see fit is fine <laughs> yeah. you know we have technology now if we need to make him right. look, look a little younger we could definitely do it um okay Andrew I, I, still I figured that, yeah i'm not gonna lie i did not like i hated the second amazing spider-man it was i don't know how oh, you felt about everybody? it but i did not oh it was I, so it wasn't but i didn't like the third one. Oh wait you said amazing spider-man andrew garfield oh yeah, yeah no one liked the second one there was that too much was going so... on it was trying to like, set up like a whole Jenny sinister Fox? Oh, that was bad. That was cringe. And then they was trying to set up like yeah. the whole six or six thing, and it was like this is not the way to go, guys. But right. Jamie Foxx just feel different. I know we just got on like a little Spider Man rant, but I'm just like, we did. I just can't wait for it. I, do you think Toby? Uh, not Toby. Andrew's gonna be a little salty that he didn't get a third movie. I think Andrew's always salty. <laughs> because <laughs> no one asked for him to come back until now <laughs> he's like damn now y'all want me like himself. right uh, but you so know funny. what i'm glad that they didn't drop the new spider-man trailer yet because we had to finish loki setting up the multiverse right. for us to actually even you know get to that point so because now it just makes more sense now yeah now it actually makes sense like now it, it fully we can actually be like oh, okay well this is the reason why we have this and this reality and this reality and, and now they can cross over and i wonder how they're gonna do it, if they're gonna super play into like the spidey verse like how they did with the anime animation right um i honestly i'm not gonna lie when they were first doing spider-man coming back with tom holland i actually really wanted miles morales i was really excited don't get me wrong i'm glad that they still set up miles morales in homecoming but i really want a live action miles morales like i'm okay with the animation but i really want live action i have been waiting it is time put him out there like put him in the game i am ready so i hope at some point we do get it 
I don't I don't know if we will because I think they're gonna make like, oh it'll another, be a while. Uh, yeah <laughs> I think they're setting sure. up Miles Morales for like the um you know how they have um young Avengers type that yeah. I think they're gonna be probably setting him up for that like if they do like next generation like years yeah, down that'd be the that'd be cool mm-hmm. I'll be cool yeah all right so other 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 expectations other than spider-man let's let's get off the spider-man rant right there's a whole bunch of other projects coming up um, we still got other, dr strange dr strange i'm excited about um i already know dr strange is going to be fun i'm not even worried about that i mean having wanda come in you know um even them changing up the credits scene at the end of wandavision setting more up to where she was and all that stuff in the multiverse I am so ready for Doctor Strange. It's already in my planner. I'm ready for it. Um, <laughs> the What If series, I am excited Ooh. for the What If series. That yeah, is like good. coming next. So we're definitely going to do stuff on that. Because <laughs> um, yep. I'm super excited for that. You know, we, we just biz head deep diving into like realities. Like, well, it's so next month excited. too. So it's not, it's not mm-hmm. even that far away. It's literally like, not what, that like two weeks away two three weeks mm-hmm. oh and the hawkeye series Ooh. oh yeah yes kate bishop um i'm i'm excited to see how that's go especially with um yelena and seeing how that's going to end up playing out in the hawkeye series since we saw her you know um i can't remember her name was it vivian it was something she's like from the undercover department of shield or something like that when she came in and saw seeing yelena at the end of black widow um i think victoria what's her name yeah victoria i think it's like victoria yeah Victoria. i'm excited for that um Haley steinfeld i've loved her since um ender's game so yeah she's good i like Haley. yeah i don't know if you're familiar with that movie that movie amazing but liked her since then she's a great actor oh ender's game oh don't worry we'll watch it (laughs) um it's it's a good one (laughs) um miss marvel i mean they're honestly setting it up like they were ready. Marvel was ready. I'm excited oh, yeah, for no, everything they, that's they coming. They got the gas pedal. Yeah, it's like they were. Thing. Yeah, they were ready. They was like, "Oh, y'all thought this was it? The She-Hulk series? And, like, oh I'm honestly God. surprised that we getting both Miss Marvel and Hawkeye like both like this year too. Like, I thought they was gonna at least like trying to like space out the Disney Plus shows, but we're getting all we're getting both of those this year. Yeah, I was genuinely surprised too. I'm I'm. Honestly, yeah, you're right. I was surprised that they were doing it so soon. I don't know. I guess since we went through the pandemic, I've just been expecting people to just keep withholding these movies from me. Right. Now that we're just getting them at a rush, I'm like, oh my God, like, yay. All right. Well, okay. Bring it on. I'm here. Right. Like, I am, I am ready. I've been waiting because last year was a struggle without, I was like, we hadn't had like a non Marvel movie in like 10 years. Like, I was like, I don't even know what a year is like not having a Marvel movie. So, right. <laughs> and to think people I'm, was complaining about Marvel fatigue. Like, now we're getting right? all this stuff and now we just can't wait for it. It's just like, it's going <laughs> oh to be so God. awesome. Isn't that funny how that was like a legit thing where people like, it was a legit thing. Like, people people was hating like, hard. Like, where is the Marvel? <laughs> That's how you now, know now built something for Yeah. Right. <laughs> so but yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Where do you think 
we know we, like we know for sure Kang is gonna be an Ant Man. But do you think we're gonna get like a little like a little little drop of him in Doctor Strange, maybe maybe Spider Man with the multiverse thing going on? Like where do you think if we do see him before Ant Man, where will we where will he be? I think he'll I think if he shows up in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, I think it'll be in a credit scene. And then yeah. I think if he actually shows more up somewhere. Um the only other place I think I may see him coming in, and then it's like I have to look at is the fan. I can't really see him coming back until Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Like I see him in a credit scene for Doctor Strange, and I see him being more so in the Loki series if by then we have like a season three or something, but I don't see him fully coming back into like a a bigger, you know, a, a bigger person until we hit Fantastic Four. Unless right. the only way I don't see him in Fantastic Four is if they're setting up Galactus. But I don't see them doing Galactus that early. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be a while till we get all the Fantastic Four stuff, which I love the Fantastic Four. Like I said, I love the human torch. I can't wait <laughs> for all that, but it's it's gonna be so long. It's gonna be long, yeah. But I don't I I, I honestly only see Kang more so being in the Loki series, Quantumania, Doctor Strange. Um, he may show up in Love Thorn Thunder, but I only see that really kind of being like a cameo. Um I feel like they may play it how they played it, Thanos. And so I only see him really coming up in credit scenes and I see us mostly diving deeper into the Loki series. And then you never know. By the time that we get Loki series, like season three or something, you know, that might be setting King up in a whole different way that we weren't expecting in the movie. So we'll definitely see because I'm interested to see how many variants of King they're going to do. Because we have this King. Yeah, there's so many. So we truly don't know what big bad king we're going to get at the end of phase four. And so I think for sure we are for sure getting Iron Lad if they're doing a Young Avengers. I know that. Oh my God, we're definitely getting Iron Lad, which I'm so ready for. I wonder how they're fully going to play that as well. I honestly wouldn't be mad at an Iron Lad series, but (laughs) that's just me. I know it's not like a. (laughs) It's not like a, everyone's going to want to see that thing, so they're definitely probably not going to make it. But I wouldn't be too mad, even if they did, like, a, um episode in the Loki series where Iron Lad just shows up. I really just want to see him. So I know they're doing Young Avengers, so I'm excited to see him come in. Do you think Young Avengers is going to be, like, a Disney Plus show? Because that's what I'm feeling. Oh, it's definitely going to be a Disney Plus show. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, they're going to just, I think it's definitely going to be, which I'm I'm pretty happy for because, you know, Disney has been doing anything. They definitely made oh, yeah. these shows cinematic. So, you know, it is okay. I think it's going to be a Disney Plus show. Um, I think this will help them keep up with like how, you know, how DC has Young Justice. Right. Oh, I love that show. Yeah. Now I think, now I think Young Justice is going to start having some competition. Mm-hmm. Right. So Ooh, I'm I... excited to see what happens. So getting back with like Doctor Strange and just like, because that's probably going to be like the first like real big sign of the multiversal that's going to come for Phase 4. Like, do mm-hmm. like what is like, what is 
that movie even is going to be about? Like, I know we're going to have him and Wanda in it, like, but just, do you know anything about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the movie is, um, well, they've already been saying that it's going to be technically, like, our first scary MCU movie, so not horror, but definitely, like, thriller. Um, And so they've been saying that basically um, because we definitely have Wanda who, you know, basically already messed up the multiverse and then we have yeah. sylvie who's definitely screwed up the multiverse <laughs> so um, it was just like step by step like it was like oh my god girls like so i definitely think the movie is going to be about wanda going into the multiverse them seeing what wanda did herself um with the fact that she now can create realities and stuff um and see how they have to make or change certain things or go into their realities and one of course save her children um and that's going to be interesting to see but i think we're going to get a way bigger idea of what we're working with of threats in the multiverse like granted we have right. king but who else is out there like there's not just king that's a problem and so I think we're going to see that. I think we're going to definitely see her skill set throughout this. We're going to see how this sets up Spider-Man because, you know, Doctor Strange is supposed to be a Spider-Man. So right. I honestly, uh, it kind of just seems like they're setting up Doctor Strange to be the new mentor <laughs> of everyone. Right. Like, hey, let me come help you out. So it kind of just he, seems he's like to be taking over Iron Man's role. Right, that's kind of how it seems like. It seems like he's taking up Iron Man's role a little bit, you know, just being everyone's mentor, like, y'all get your cart together. Um, right. <laughs> and I, it just seems like they're just taking it in a more, not a scarier direction, but a more real. Like, we definitely felt stakes in Infinity War and Endgame, but I think now that movie especially is going to move Phase 4 into a way where it's like, this is not all fun and games for kids like right. kids actually might die in this movie and you're gonna have to just be okay like it's like one of those things <laughs> so we'll uh, see i mean yeah i have faith in you know scarlet witch she's amazing <laughs> oh yeah she's awesome i love her i think so just you know chain of topics again like we do <laughs> uh what i don't know if i asked you this already but what project are you most waiting for Oh, most waiting for a project. Um, honestly, before this, it was the Loki series. Now, yeah. I am probably. I, because I'm like, there's, there's, there's so much, honestly. Like, there's, there's, there's so, so much. much there's literally so much that they're doing that it's kind of crazy. Um, I really want to see the Hawkeye series. I know for some people, Hawkeye may not be their favorite person, but Hawkeye is my favorite Avenger. Thor is behind him. Um, you know, people might see my keys because I have Thor hammers on them and they and might see a little bias, but Ooh. I actually like Hawkeye. <laughs> so I really want to see the series. I really want to see Kate Bishop. I want to see Elena, how this all plays out. Um, and I really want to see how him coming back from Ronan and 
how he is now because he got his family back but he was living five years as Ronan and I really hope they do flashbacks of that time because I really want to yeah. get deeper into that character for him like they got to Ronan, like it's, it's it's so interesting like they got to go to that yeah I was like I really I was really excited that I saw Ronan because I didn't think I was going to see him play Ronan um, so mm-hmm. it was nice to see that, but I really would like to go deeper and have like flashbacks, like throughout every episode of like how maybe this is now coming back to haunt him. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause he was no, playing like John that. Wick in people's asses. Like he was just don't care. Oh, yeah. So I really want to see it. Hey, I would be too. Cause I just remember being in the movies and seeing Endgame and just how it started with Hawkeye. I was like crying. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Like that just set the tone for the movie. Like him just losing his family. Like I was like, oh, right, like downward spiral. Literally, because then it's like before that we kind of honestly saw him in that whole family mode after Age of Ultron. So then to just see that, like seeing that, that oh, like that is his life, and just for that to be taken away, and then the way they did it, the quietness. (sighs) Yeah. I, I just I could just feel the tear in the movies just like coming down my cheek. I was like, oh, oh yeah. my god. I definitely I crazy. cried a lot of moments during that movie. <laughs> a lot I of moments. For me, I was- <laughs> the one I'm most excited for is Door. I'm really curious to see how they're gonna do the new Door movie because they're gonna have the guardians in it. It's mm-hmm. gonna be I don't like when they first said love and thunder and then you know jane foster she's going to be taking on the power of door like how is that going to like is it is this some part of the multiverse like are we getting like a different version of jane foster that's thor like the goddess are i think we're getting um i think we're gonna have a variant of jane foster if they don't i'll be surprised but i think it's going to be a variant like it'll be the jane foster that actually like picks up the door hammer and stuff um right and she actually portrays that. I I'm real curious for it. I'm glad Tessa Tom, Tom Thompson is coming back as Valkyrie, actually. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, because I love, I love her. Like, yeah, I absolutely loved her. I'm glad she's coming back. I'm excited for Thor too. I like that they don't get me wrong, I liked Thor before. I wasn't initially okay with the switch up, but yeah. I understand why they did it because because Dark World was a little like what's happening here right <laughs> um, it was just eh. yeah it was like oh okay <laughs> one, one, one of the, one of the we'll dark parts it. of the mcu but you know right right it was one it of those like we'll take it until you know we get to the next one <laughs> right <laughs> i'm 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 excited to see how thor is going to be too but i mean yeah you're right guardians of the galaxy is going to be in there um and i'm i'm happy that we're over the whole, you know, Odinson, Loki, you know, Chris thing. Right. And now we can move into like a new, a new phase in Thor's life, whether that be, you know, this variant Loki come in or, you know, having Jane. Yeah. Cause you know, last time they talked, they broke up. So this has to be a variant. So. <laughs> right. I'm just, I'm just expecting like, he's going to, some variant Jane's going to come. Goddess of Thunder. He's gonna be like, "What the hell is mm-hmm. going on?" Right. He's and gonna then, end boom, up falling love. for her. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I can't that's wait. I think that's probably gonna be one of my favorites. I always love the Guardians movie, so I'm kind of excited for the Guardians Volume Three. I'm glad that they got 
uh, James Gunn on that on board for that one again because I was just <laughs> if it was gonna have a different director, I was just gonna be like, what is going on? <laughs> Guardians of Galaxies always feels like a filler movie for me. I like yeah. it; it's a pretty good movie. It's just like a nice filler. Like, oh, okay, this made me happy. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I think the one the one Marvel project I got the most questions about is Black Panther. Obviously, for the you know big reason why we don't right. chat with Bozeman. rest in peace. But just right. where where are we gonna go from this? Right, because it's like is you're right. Where do we go through this? I mean, Sherry's gonna be taking a larger role because they larger role because they clearly you know they said they're not gonna be um, replacing him, and so. Right. I'm curious to see what villain they're going to have. I honestly wonder if we may, just because of how, you know, unfortunately, you know, Bozeman not being able to be in the movie, if this is going to be a start where we have an X-Men coming. Because I am not opposed to Storm coming in, even though, you know, Black Panther isn't there, if she comes in for like a cameo or something, like in a credit scene or something to set something up. I was going to ask you about that too. Because mm-hmm. did you see I, I that they just it. casted like that? Um, I can't think of her name, but they just casted someone and everyone's like, okay, that's going to be Storm. <laughs> I'll have to go look. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just I, like, okay. I want it. I'm like, even if it's like a um, cameo or cre- in a right. credit scene, I would be so happy if they put Storm in there. Um, but I know they're doing the whole Namor bit. And so I'm curious to see how they're going to do it with Namor. And, you know, Sherry's, you know, ascension to the throne, how she's going to be. Right. Um, is she going to be the new Black Panther? Is she going to give it to Baku? Like, I want to see this played out. It's going to be Wakanda forever. And I'm just, I'm all for it. I mean, I love it. And then good. on top of that, Namor being the antagonist, um, being technically like a first mutant. And so yeah. I it's like, is this going to be the movie where they're going to like really truly introduce all mutants like not all mutants but like really put in a name to what is happening we're having namor who's a mutant and then if we have storm then it's like okay it's official we're starting we're getting into the x-men bring in the x-men, it all. Bring yeah. the X-Men into the mcu please yes. for the love of god. thank god that contract went through <laughs> oh i know right oh my god thank god please bring them to the mcu <laughs> I can't wait to see, because like like you said with Namor, and just like, obviously, you know, if they're going to have Namor, they got to bring in Atlantis some some type of way. I'm really, I really can't wait to see how they're going to do Atlantis. I really want to, because all, every Marvel project, the cinematography, like just the worlds they build, they look beautiful. They, they're amazing. So I'm really excited to how they're going to do Atlantis. Yeah. I'm excited too. I think, I think Aquaman definitely um, did a great job on Atlantis. Like, right. they, they did it great and so it's, it'll be nice to see the mcu's version of it and how they may do it because di- they're going to do it differently but it'll be nice to see how it's going to get done and I, i'm really excited to see the behind the scenes of it all too because especially i like watching the behind the scenes especially of the black panther movies and all that stuff it's always so interesting to watch well you know <laughs> it has been uh, amazing podcast thank you so much for being <laughs> on do you have like do you have any questions for me like 
I want to give you time to like, if there's things you want to talk about real quick or you want to, you know, get off your chest, please, please take the stage. <laughs> Honestly, we've gone over a lot. I think we did. Um, we've, we, yeah, we hit a lot of points. Um, we hit mostly Ooh. everything. What? <laughs> I, rem- I remember one thing I wanted to say, just in regards to Kane, because yeah. I'm just, I real, I'm real curious to see just how they're going to, like, basically fight Kane because it's not going to be the typical almighty fight out, big fight scenes, because how you can't really fight Kane mm, like that. Right. You have to fight him on an like, intellectual level. Right. You can't punch your way out of this. I'm sorry, Hulk. I'm sorry, Thor. You, you're going to have to use your brain. <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited but at least we got Professor Hulk now, though, so. It'll be interesting to watch because now that we're dealing with, I wonder if they're going to do it like how they did in, um, I can't remember the comic book issue, but how they did it where Kang fought Avengers and then he took the Sphinx and, you know, time traveled and stuff. I wonder if they're going to play that out on screen if we end up at a big Avenger level movie. Um, But you're right. They're going to have to really figure this one out because they're not just you can't just fight your way out of this. You're you're literally fighting time right. itself. And that is Ken. Exactly. Oh, uh, it's gonna be Ooh. so good to see. It is. <laughs> I, I saw I was listening, I, I forgot where I saw or listened to this at. They was like, what if Kang would have showed up as like a hotel? As a what? Like, you know those dudes that's like uh, I, I have to look at the definition. I can properly explain this to you. <laughs> Make sure I'm saying it right. Like the people, um, you know those guys that be like Dada Umar, basically. Mm-hmm. Like people was like, what if Kane come back as like a hotel where he's just like, look, we was all Kangs, like my black people, like what's up? Uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> That'll be funny. <laughs> like I was like, uh, and then they got Jonathan Majors playing him. I was like, that would be perfect. Like I, I would be on board if MCU was to go. Like Kevin Feige was like, let's just do it. Let's just make this like make this guy to a hotel. You know, he's already got the Egyptian background too and all that. So uh, honestly, I have such faith in Kevin Foggy that anything he does, I'm always like on board. Cause right. that was the best choice that they did. Like making like putting him in charge and running it all. So anything that he does, I'm always like on board. Man. Well, like I said, before I cut you off. Do you have anything that you want to get off your chest? Like, I know you said we cover everything. Just want to, you know, make sure. I want to give no. you this time. Honestly. All good? Yeah, we've covered everything. I think next podcast, I don't even, we've covered so much that <laughs> I'm like. Well, for sure, you're, you're going to have to become a regular on the show now. That's, that's just that's just that's just it you're just gonna have to become a regular on the show and we're just gonna do these podcasts now and we're just gonna be talking about all type of things whether it's marvel you know dc whatever we're gonna get into i that just know you're gonna be on the podcast fine. just know guys we'll, we'll be a lot more organized next time i promise right. <laughs> <laughs> we were a little excited for this one <laughs> it was like we've been meaning to I've been wanting to do this for a while. Like I had my wisdom tooth surgery, so I couldn't really I was worried I was gonna be like not even be able under the weather to do this, but I, I feel great. I don't know if it's like the drugs kicking in or what, but I feel great. I don't know if I'm just super excited or like just what's going on. It's just taking all the pain away from me right now. So 
Well, Thank you so much, Janae. <laughs> of course. He's like, I don't know if it's the drugs, but we're doing great. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetheart. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I've had a great time. This was a lot of fun. I'll definitely be a regular. Um, we'll definitely go into a lot more deeper stuff, um, probably right. more podcast because i cover a broad range of things so we'll definitely move from marvel dc star wars um Ooh, we might course. hint in the anime we may we'll see i'm not making no promises we'll, we'll on that <laughs> <laughs> we'll see <laughs> i'm like we'll, we'll see um but next we're, we're just gonna hope that you know nayarnj finally finishes um the Snyder cut and then maybe we can do something there <laughs> oh you're not calling me out <laughs> I'm so calling you out <laughs> I I will make time in the day one of these days <laughs> like I said it's gonna be a Saturday to morning <laughs> right I'm gonna wake up Saturday morning I'm gonna fix me a nice little breakfast it's gonna be like eight o'clock in the morning and I'm just gonna say you know what let's do this put it on let's okay. do this let's sit and do this I'm gonna lock my door me and my dog are just gonna watch it together Oh my god. Well, if you need help, let me know because then we can definitely take notes and stuff. Okay. All right. You're, you're, well, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we have been listening to the What's On Your Mind podcast. Again, I'm your host, Dre Emerson. Dre is however you know me by. Follow us on Player Circle on Twitter, Instagram, and follow Janae. Do you want to, you know, go ahead, you know, shout out your stuff? Um, I only have Instagram, which is Janae Nicole with the e and nicole but if you follow me already you know i only post like twice a year so i am not reliable on social media. <laughs> <laughs> i run it's hey. funny i actually run social media accounts for my job but me myself i don't do anything <laughs> <laughs> that's funny all right well thank you again for being on the podcast it's been a pleasure yeah. to do this with you we're definitely doing some more hopefully sometime soon sooner than later i promise yes. y'all that so <laughs> Catch us next time. It's been real. Thank you. And goodbye.